Welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the most fun possible in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams and Mung is here. And Greg is back from Scotland. I am, laddie. Oh, this is fantastic. The dream team rides again, fellas. Oh, my. Why are you wearing a kilt, Greg? Greg, what you got on under that thing? Nothing. I can't see anything. Oh, no. Let me look close. Well, I don't know. Where are my sunglasses? Uh Where are your berries and twigs there, lad? Oh, dear. I've developed this very manly chest, though, while I was there. Very. Looks uh, like you left it in Scotland. Thanks. (laughs) All right. The dream team rides into the spooky time. Uh, here's our last crack at Halloween, fellas. And I got to tell you right off the bat, as I look at the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast, that trick-or-treating looks like drip or treating. I'm just going to lay it down there. Thursday showers likely. You got some patchy fog working in there. Breezy. Some wind, I hear. Thursday night showers likely. Oh, uh, Around 62, not so bad. Windy, though, with a south wind, 21 to 30 miles an hour. Gusts as high as 44 Ooh. miles an hour. That's going to blow my, my cap off. I'm my not... Co- costume cap. What are you going to be? I'm not going to tell you. No. going to be a chef? Check it out. Uh, big cap? A big chef-y thing? Uh, well, I say that just makes it all the more spooky. This is like my favorite holiday. It's the most fun holiday. Halloween. Get out there. Get candy. It's going to be God. rainy and windy. Oh, but that's okay. That leads to the ambiance of the season. You don't want it like spectacular sunshine in 70 on, now on it's, Halloween. It's kind of nice, Mung, how you're getting sort of, oh, yeah, this will be fine. But before we went on the air... You were complaining about Halloween wimps. Is that a direct quote? Halloween wimps Absolutely. who yeah. would not go out yep. in the rain to get their treats. Yep. That's right. Wimps. Get, bring an umbrella. Whoa, get out there. Throw the gauntlet. Maybe put a jacket on and <laughs> your costume An umbrella in one it. hand, your treat bag in the other hand. How do you ring the doorbell? With your nose? <laughs> yeah, with your feet. Come on Ding now. Dong. I think maybe we better trick just watch treat. That's why they say trick or treat smell my feet. Duh. Because they're wet and moldy <laughs> in the rain? Is that it's, why they say that? Be one of those. How do you how do you hold yeah. that blue that, cheese? That, how do you how do you also hold that boa that you're gonna have around your neck? <laughs> That's right. That Are you going boa. is this the door of Duncan again? Flashy. You gotta cut that out. Watch out when you drive. <laughs> Actually, unfortunately, my costume is made of paper mache, ah. so I'm, it's probably going to get like wilt and get wet, and then uh, it'll I, be I, won't, all... I won't have a head. It'll be melting Ooh. on the ground. Oh, Mung's all spooky. As a matter of fact, we have the predictable uh, crystal ball thing in here. Greg, you can ask a question that you'd like to ask a fortune teller. Go ahead. Um, will I live forever? <laughs> Well, I guess not. That's a pretty good answer. (laughs) I guess. If you Uh, looked in the mirror, Greg, you'd have an answer to that question. (laughs) Apparently, it's not the mirror that says you're the fairest one of all. No, it says, oh, man, turn out the light. Hey, you handsome devil. (laughs) You're going to live forever. Well, okay, the rest of the weekend looks pretty good uh, for Saturday, November 2nd. Here we go. November, sunny with a high near 54. Sunday, Sunday, mostly sunny with a high near 54. We're going to see some lows around 40 that evening, both Saturday and Sunday. So we move into the November silvery time, a beautiful time. We must get through Halloween, though. Your tides this weekend, late morning high tides, late afternoon low tides, and also, fellas, 
set the clock back. Oh, what? You ki- are you kidding this no, weekend? No, I, I think what? that's pretty much oh, it. Oh, that's right. Set the clock back this weekend, and all of a sudden, Cape Cod in the afternoon becomes a darker place. Uh-oh. I hate that. Every single year, it just... De- it's depressing. Yeah, what does it get dark at, like, 5? Yeah. Something like or that. Four. Well, I suppose... Or 4.30. The good thing about that, guys, is the sun is now setting at a very convenient time. Right about the time you might get out of work, you can quickly grab a sunset... And then head home to start drinking to sort of get the depression out. <laughs> you know, you have no. a chance to work it into a schedule now. Yeah, true, true. Sunset, drinking, true. pass out, true. Mm-hmm. wake up, it'll be lighter in the morning. And it's a new day. If you get up early, of course, if you're sleeping one off, Greg, you know about this. If you're sleeping one off, you get up a little later than usual. Yeah. Oh, great. This means I'm never going to see daylight. <laughs> well, that's it for you. Staying mm-hmm. up late, you get home, you watch those late night TV shows with your rum drinks, and then... What, you get two hours a day, then you get depressed. Remember when Mung was depressed last year and he he bad. refused to groom his scales? That was mm-hmm. really bad. That was an ugly mm-hmm. thing, yeah, and we went a after him thing too. with the yeah. dental floss, and we were trying to sort of corral him and rub it, and then you had the loofah, and then he ate it. Mm. God. So that That's... might have the seasonal Mung disorder, they call it, SMD. That's very grim. Okay, so that's what's going on. Let's just kick off with some Halloween stuff because the weather has some sort of effect on trick-or-treaters and events. I can tell you that the Wellfleet trunk or treat that was scheduled for Halloween has been rescheduled for Saturday, November 2nd from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Wellfleet Drive-In. Great location. Love the drive-in. Great time. Weather's going to be good. That sounds pretty good. Perfect. Uh, So you'll have about an hour of daylight to get as many candy bars and then... Gets dark there at the drive-in, and then you have to go home, and then you start drinking. And, and you just be careful. Wow, that's right. It's the treadmill, treadmill and, to oblivion, Greg. Right, and then you basically don't see any sunlight because by the time you wake up at four thirty, it's it's you know. We do have an alternative though. Uh, the Cape Cod Mall is hosting a mall-wide trick-or-treat event Thursday, October thirty-first, from four p.m. to six p.m. Why didn't they call it Halloween? Ah, Halloween. Uh, Halloween. Yeah, that would have been clever. It's the mall-wide trick-or-treat. Well, this could be a good Cape indoor Cod event. That's not bad. If you're concerned about the inclement weather. A little candy, a little shopping. Mm-hmm. Maybe stop by Ryan's Amusements and uh, play some games or oh, something like that. Oh, that's right. 10-pin eatery. They got bowling. They got arcade, laser tag. You yeah. could go over to Claire's and get something pierced, Greg. Mm-hmm. If you had to, what would you get pierced? Hmm. Well, there's one, but I, I won't mention it. Let's um, ask the uh, fortune teller. If Greg was going to get something pierced at the mall, what should he pierce? Tell us something wise, fortune teller. We're getting the message from the great beyond. Expect a small tragedy. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, no, Greg, be careful. One of those piercing sure, gun tragedies. Yeah, make sure they use the alcohol swabs. Mm. You know, when you go to get pierced, Greg. Oh, that's a, it went all the way through. Disconcerting. Sorry. <laughs> it's coming out the other side of your neck. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we shouldn't have used the nail gun. That's uh, that's too bad, Greg. We don't want that to happen. Ouch. Uh, also, uh, Halloween evening, the Halloween dance party featuring Sarah Swain, 8 to 10 p.m. at Wellfleet Preservation Hall. 15 bucks to get in and there's a cash buy so that might be nice costumes encouraged if you want to go indoors on what will be a stormy Halloween night kind of a Sherlock Holmes 
mm-hmm. Halloween mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. It'll be perfect. When the mm-hmm. hound of the somethingvilles Baskervilles. comes right out. Out in the moor. Mung, yes. Mung will be out and about. Come on. Oh, yeah. I'll in be a tra- paper I'll be, mache. I'll be trying to win some dough. There's uh, Halloween parties all around uh, Your Hyannis. paper mache head is going to turn into dough. <laughs> it's going to melt right off your head. Oh, yeah. There's parties at the BBC in Hyannis. They've got uh, stuff going on at the Seaside Pub. Um, Sam Diego's. Also, Jack's Pizza over in West Main Street's having a little party. Good grief. And that's just Barnstable. So your message, Mung, is to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, stand by Halloween is the greatest night. And then forget the weather. Yeah, forget it. All right. All right, you if say you get so. Because if you get too wet, you catch a cold, you just sleep in on the weekend. Good luck. Good luck. So what are you going to do? Are you, you going to share the, uh, you know, do you get like cash prizes? you going to share some with us or no? Yes, share. Oh, yeah. Are you going to share your Halloween candy with us, Mung? Oh, totally, totally. I get the best candy, like uh, Werther's Originals. Um, <laughs> you mean the, the Grampy Cardigan sweater candy that <laughs> pulled right. out of the pocket? Reasons. Get any chuckles in there? How about some chuckles? Save the black one for you know, me. Those, I love licorice. You know those delicious, like red and white peppermint candies that Graham used to give out. Mike and Ike's. Yeah, love it. Hot tamales. Oh yeah. Kids, kids yeah. love good and plenty's. Kids love coming yeah. to the bunk. The old style candy. Yeah, out there. yeah. It's like the stuff we, you know, used to do. Used to go when you went over, like you know, your aunt's house to visit. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you'd only visit like six months out of the, you know, every six months or so, and she'd come out with some uh, fruit slices. Yeah. What right. were those? What were those? Little ones in the in the tin. She used to always oh, give us those candy cigarettes. Oh, no, those are rat droppings, Greg. <laughs> All this time, they were hard though. They must have been around for a long time. Thank huh? God the advance in candy technology has meant delicious Reese's and Snickers for all of us. Yay. Yeah. Or maybe now the new healthy kind of thing. It's like individually wrapped bags of granola. Boo. Boo. Why or maybe you, why not even candy, like potpourri for your sock drawer. You just hand it right out. Why and then you... later when the eggs start to hit your house, you'll know why. When you're pelted. Why would you well, want to be healthy? I mean, you know, candy's supposed to be unhealthy. Right? Eat too much, though, it's man. It's like you like 40 pieces of candy oh, and you get so tummy, dizzy. Your tummy hurts? Oh, Mr. Oh, tough Guy. Oh, my tummy hurts. I eat too much chocolate. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Guy in the lunchroom eating your, your lunch that you don't even know what it is till till your wife packs it for you and you're like, oh, I didn't get an Oreo. Surprise. Don't you come at me about snacky, lunchy things. Surprise. All right, we got to ask the eight ball here. All right, is Greg wimpier than I am? We're going in now. Yes. Ladder from heaven, coming down. Is he wimpier? You should have good fortune. <laughs> That's kind oh, of that, a letdown there. What, is, what does that, that mean? That means Greg's good a new, wimp. Good news for you guys. Greg's a total wimp. Another thing you could do on uh, Halloween is go to a costume ball. Now, this is inside, mm-hmm. and wow. these are happening at later dates than the soggy Halloween. If you want to have a ball this Halloween, you're in luck. The Ketuit Center for the Arts in Provincetown Town Hall will, this weekend, host two of the Cape's biggest Halloween parties, the Art and Souls Ball on Friday in Ketuit, and the Black and Gold Halloween Ball on Saturday in Provincetown. Oh, this is awesome. Two costume balls I attended. The black and gold Halloween ball last year. What was was that like? like? Tell us. In Provincetown. Yeah. And it was a blast. They had this DJ up in this crazy booth pumping super tunes. And of course, Provincetown Town Hall, that big room upstairs. It's a great room. What a venue with the balconies. I mean, people were going nuts. Elaborate, crazy costumes. I fell in love with this giant dancing baby. (laughs) It's like a big. 
sort of chubby suit with a huge baby face and kept looking around and kept looking around and then it had a bottle around its neck that was like filled with gin. <laughs> and it turned uh, you know out to, babies like their it gin. It turned out to be like a probate court judge from somewhere else in the state. <laughs> and she was gyrating and baby, everyone was getting their picture taken with a giant baby. And That's a hilarious. little suckling there on the gin and then just more baby stuff. It looked like a completely nude baby. Big giant baby. Mung, sort of like now that I look over there. Yeah, yeah. They did ask me to take a photo about a year and a half ago. Maybe that was it. Maybe you should do a baby New Year costume and just get rid of your... uh, Oh, yeah. A little little diaper, you know? Well, they get kudos for extending the Halloween season into November. I like this. um, Let's see. Black and Gold Halloween Ball is 8 to midnight Saturday in Provincetown at Town Hall. Tickets are $50 to $60. You know, it seemed worth it. It was really... Glitzy, fun, incredible costumes, and a lot of good times. The Art and Souls Ball is 7.30 to 11 p.m. on Friday at the lovely Katuit Center for the Arts. That's on Falmouth Road, also known as Route 28, I believe. Mm-hmm. And yeah. tickets are 10 bucks for that one. Nice. Wow. Oh, we have a picture here from that one. It looks like a good time. It looks like a Titanic survivor. Maybe not a survivor. Dancing with someone like Marie Antoinette. Oh, what an ending for her. Too bad. It was too bad. Let them eat Snickers. That's what she said (laughs) right before. With her head. That ugly sort of thing happened. So that's coming up, and that's very nice. Now, the other thing I was thinking about, Mung, and you may know more about this than I do, is that if you just wanted to go out to dinner in a spooky place on Cape Cod, there really is, what, only one choice in the entire world on Cape Cod. This is may be the most haunted place on Cape Cod. This is the Orleans Inn. Oh, of course. Spooky. Super spooky. Yeah, so we're still in the Halloween mood. I'm still exploring cemeteries and things and thinking about the Cape's haunted house. But if you guys really want a good tale, you need to go to the Orleans Inn and ask for owner Ed Moss. He'll tell you all sorts of interesting things. This is a 1875 inn, so you know it's been around a long time. It's going to have some stories. I called up Ed on the phone and said, Ed, can you give me the skinny on that? And he said... <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Maybe he's, it was an unruly guest, oh but uh, he's scared. He, here's some uh, some of the uh, inhabitants that uh, perhaps uh, haunt this place. There's the inn's ghost named Hannah, who was a streetwalker in the 1920s, or Fred, the bartender. I thought in the she was 50s. a street cleaner. Are you sure you read that right? <laughs> streetwalker. Oh, you can also ask for Fred. He was a bartender in the 1950s. That doesn't Fred? sound too scary. <laughs> a ghost named Fred? And Paul, the what dishwasher. The dishwasher in the 70s. And also, a few cat ghosts. Greg, you like cats? Meow. Greg, uh, you, do you know anything about cat ghosts? You have a lot of cats. You've probably had some cats that have left you. Yes, I have. Yeah, and uh, what goes on? Do you try to reanimate them in some way with a lightning bolt? Or what do you do with your ex-cats? Um, ex-cats. We usually put out um, a, 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 a plate of tuna fish and just leave it there and just leave it there but we have to keep our our cats and our living cats away from it and then that doesn't sound like a workable model and then we turn out the lights and then we wait and they show up eventually to eat the tuna can they actually eat it with their ghostly digestive system that's the thing they don't really eat it but they sort of put their face in it but you know because they're kind of like invisibly sort of you know, fuzzy, ghosty sorts of things. You, know, you can see the tuna fish and their heads at the same time. You know, it's... No. Now, I'm not at all stunned by this, but one question I've always wanted answers, do they still use the ghost cat litter box? <laughs> <laughs> do they still... Uh... They don't need to. 
Wow. Now ghosts, that's heaven. Ghosts don't. Ghosts, Mung, think about that. Ghosts don't Think digest. about cutting that out of your life, Mung. Mm. You can just continue with the burritos and the... Uh, I'm thinking about starting that next week. Don't do it in the office. They, <laughs> ghosts don't digest stuff. What right, will every, happen to Mung if he ignores his digestive system? If he ignores his digestive system, Mung... What will happen? I wouldn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to go there either. Well, I don't want to go there now. <laughs> That's the best answer. Wow, this is a good fortune thing. Uh, so, yeah, uh, if you pick up Ed Moss's book, The Ghost of the Orleans Inn. If you want more info or just show up, maybe they'll show you around and maybe stay there and see the spookiness for yourself. It's a spooky building located mm-hmm. sort of right across from Papa Gino's and yeah, TJ right, Maxx, right on town which are less there. spooky. But you can see it up there with a kind of... Yeah. Really sort of Scooby-Doo roof line mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If it weren't for you kids, Greg, we would have gotten away with this. That's what they say in Scooby-Doo. Mm. Okay, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, I have another item here um, that is simply entitled, Greg Wants to Talk About Zombies. And I don't know what that means. He came over to my desk this morning and said, Me want to talk about zombies. <laughs> you do a great Greg. Uh, I'm here. Uh, I'd like to talk about zombies uh, and don't eat my Oreos out of my lunchbox again. Yeah. <laughs> so, Greg, why did you say to me you wanted to talk about zombies? What did that mean? Well, this is Halloween, and a lot of people talk about you know films, you know yes. scary films. Oh yeah, I, I hate, I really hate scary films. What? I don't like, I don't like slasher films. I don't like the films where you know guys with chainsaws, you know, are are, are you know, di- you know. Are making like sculptures out of uh, wood? Yeah, that <laughs> and like eagles and bears tormenting you know hapless groups of, of teenagers at some you know mountain cabin somewhere, and they just get chainsawed. You know, hey, one just because you had trouble in high another. school, there's no reason to I, issue I just, that I kind just, of entertainment. You know, I, I hate those, but I was thinking about it, and it's like I do actually have this weakness for things scary and they are zombies zombies zombie, that's your sweet spot zombies Zomb- thing, zombie, eh? zombie programs zombie mm. you know like you know you're like a night of the living dead type thing. person yeah exactly i mean one of my favorite shows has been and it's sort of less so now is uh walking dead oh yeah there's fear the walking dead it's like a prequel there's a new sounds one. like the newsroom <laughs> there's a as, there's a new one as we that battle I'm, the market forces <laughs> yeah no kidding um there, there there's a new one on netflix it's called uh Black Summer, and these are zombies that that turn. If you if they die, they instantaneously become zombies. Like, ugh, and they're, they're, what do you mean? Eyes, there's no waiting period, no, no gestation no, period, no, no fermentation they instantly, period, and their eyes, you know, turn, isn't that what zombies do anyway? You know, turn turn red, and they suddenly and they they run around like like they're roid raged. Oh, and, I don't like those and, zombies. And they, and they, Were you and like they a quieter you? zombie, like a well, yeah, like um, the Walking Dead zombies yeah. are kind of slow. Yeah. Well, they, the, wait they a sec. Do like all zombies want to eat brains? Forth. Is that their ultimate mission? Every zombie is that I what they do? I think they want to eat your whole body. Yeah. The whole body, not oh, just yeah. the brain yeah, they're anymore. Not, they're not no, picky. No. You kill. So they're the ultimate locavore. You kill a zombie. <laughs> a what? Locavore. Loco. Locavore, person who eats local food and likes farm food local. Locavore, Greg. Are you a zombie? Oh, yes, I am right now. (laughs) Well, you kill a zombie by taking like a stick or or something and you put it in their brain or you cut their like head off. Like Michonne, is that her name? Yes, yes. Can you kill a zombie by like shooting him in the chest? Hmm. I don't think so. It's got to be the head. Through the brain, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? 
I don't know. It's probably like killing vampires. I mean, oh, there's a specific set of rules. You have to use a wooden stake. You can't mm-hmm. use like you know a, a, an, an aluminum stake. Right. I mean, it just won't. Or a ribeye. Work or a ribeye or like a. Do zombies know, eat anything else besides like human flesh? Would they eat a, a ribeye? Would they eat uh, like a hamburger? You, you mean something cooked? Yes. I don't know if they sushi. do actually How about sushi? Well, they have been uh, asking for the new Popeye's chicken sandwich recently. Well, everyone wants that. <laughs> well, that's true. Everybody they bring their own that. bun. <laughs> bring your own bun. <sighs> Where's my meat? So, and, and just the last thing. One of my, uh, several years ago, my wife rented a, 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 a video. She thought it was a comedy. Um, and it's called, it was called uh, uh, Dead Snow in 2009. Dead Snow, and Dead Snow. It's about these 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 these, these people that go. It's it's Norwegian. They go up in this oh, cabin, you know, know up in the mountains. Out, it's nothing's wrong here. And they're tormented by the mashup of the most heinous, horrible, scary. Hold creatures on, uh, traveling ever. salesmen <laughs> and those perfume people uh, in the mall that squirt you. You got it exactly. That sounds like a delightful comedy. No, who, who are the bad guys? Nazi zombies. Whoa. What? I mean, oh, those, those imagine the of the two of the worst, like, Nazis who suck and, and zombies. Now, that's a strong position, Greg, for you to come out here on these airwaves and say something like that. That is a strong political uh, I will position. watch this movie, Greg. Yeah. I mean, we I turned, think you're safe with that, though. We, we turned it off like halfway through because it was getting too... It wasn't it, it wasn't comedic at all. Didn't the Norwegians there were, win? There were no laughs in this film. <laughs> no laughs. Just blood everywhere. Oh. Just Nazi zombies just tearing these people apart. Wow. Yikes. So anyway, Were they I just, famous Nazis or just sort of regular Nazis? I think they may have been... I don't know why they were up there. I can't remember. There was a reason why the Nazis mm. were up there. Of course. Oh, let's you know, see the Northern Lights. Uh, were they on snow. skis because it's the Norway? Well, you know, that's... A, you. You mentioned that earlier when we were talking about it. I don't know. I don't know if they're on skis or not. Skiing zombies would be pretty scary. Mm. I'll I'm not, have to I'm add not, that to my uh, I'm horror, not, horror film repertoire. I don't think our, our hapless victims had uh, access to skis. Well, so one of your favorite zombie films, you never made it through the whole zombie film. Just that one. All right. Yeah. Mung, any uh, favorite uh, Halloween movies? Oh, I have so many favorite ones from slasher ones like oh. uh, yeah. Freddy uh, Krueger and Child's oh, Play. Oh. But I also like the demonic ones like uh, The Conjuring. Uh, but really, and I don't know if this is your favorite too, but my all-time favorite, w- wouldn't it be interesting if, we were, if, it, if it was the same? Um, Blair Witch Project? Oh, man. Oh, my. I don't this know. may be the best one. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's still as scary as it was the time oh, I saw it in the movies. it's so scary. Because that thing, I think probably at the time, the reason it was so scary is because it was just getting into that handheld era mm-hmm, of cameras, mm-hmm. and it was still kind of a new thing to see. Now there's millions of YouTubers, and everyone's doing right, that kind of thing. but the first classic one, you know, who hasn't been disoriented and lost in the woods at night, and then you think oh, you're being taken man. over by That may be spirits. the scariest movie yeah, I yeah. ever saw. Still have in a theater, the for sure. Totally. Because it was just like, what's going to happen to these poor kids? Still love it after all these years. I was too I was too scared in, in, in advance. Well, yeah, I you can't handle this movie. It. The buzz right? around that was like, don't go. Mm-hmm. Don't go. Of course you go. But it's like, do not put yourself through this. They had a brilliant marketing campaign. Brilliant. It was absolutely. And the, and the budget was probably like $15,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that made millions. Now it's a, now it's a legend. So it's a good yeah. rewatch for Halloween season. All right. My favorite scary movie. Again, I'm like, Greg, I do not have much of an appetite for this stuff. Of course is 1985's finest movie, Fright Night. Fright Night. Oh, yeah, that one's wild. Starring Roddy McDowell, the old Roddy McDowell, Williams Ragsdale, and a bunch of other... Amanda Bierce is in that. What do you know? 
The best line in Fright Night belongs to Roddy McDowell, who plays a broken-down old hambone actor who used to star in vampire movies. The kids today, he complains, don't have the patience for vampires. They want to see some mad slasher running around and chopping off heads. He's right. Hmm. And that's the story of this. And uh, it's a fantastic story that sort of goes like, what would happen if you kind of thought those new people who moved in next door might be vampires? Because they're doing some weird stuff. Yeah. And they're putting bags of things on the sidewalk, and you swear you saw them bringing a coffin into the basement. Oh, And yeah. it's looking really yeah. weird, and you complain to the police, and they're like, there's nothing to see here. Yeah. And you decide to investigate on your own. Oh, and you bring of in course. R- Roddy McDowell, uh, who plays uh, a hack actor who just got fired from his last job, which was hosting the local creature feature <laughs> on the local TV show and so they together try to crack this caper mm, it's funny wow. scary so there's like an excellent a lot of laughs and a lot of like that's scary good special of, effects fright night 1985 a lot, of, a lot of blood a lot of blood oh good a lot of blood but not like stupid like we just killed 14 people let's see if we can get to 20 it was it do it a new way. It's it's more like artful artful killing. It's it's sort of with a flair. No, it's more like whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong place to be. Well, can you think of a better night if you don't want to go out trick or treating than watching horror movies on a windy, rainy, dark oh. evening? Stay home. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. All right, so that is it, and then we move into the silvery November. Guys, I got to tell you, this was a, an, a, an adventure ahead of the Chatham Oktoberfest this past weekend. It was a very nice day, beautiful in Chatham, but I finally had a mom and pop's cheeseburger. Oh, wow. From their food truck at the Oktoberfest. They also have a brick-and-mortar restaurant at 1603 Main Street in Chatham, momandpopschatham.com. They are was open year-round. How was it? It's the best cheeseburger I ever had in my life. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. I got wow. there. My sister and brother-in-law were like, you got to try this cheeseburger. So I go over. My daughter, my wife, and I each get them. We bring them back to the bandstand, the Whit Tulliston bandstand, oh, where yeah. some 60s band is playing. Cool. You're looking at him like, wow, this even look. The bun's so beautiful. That sauce looks nice. And... It was incredible. My daughter was like, this is the best burger I've ever had. And she ate it in about two seconds. And that's a big burger. What makes it special? I would say somehow whatever they do to the meat is incredible. Uh, Their sauce, and I'm not a sauce guy, is delicious. Uh, You got the shredded lettuce. You got the tomato. Excellent pickles. And the bun is almost like a brioche bun or something. Perfectly toasted. Uh, Exceptional. I would make the drive. For that cheeseburger again and again. That's the mom and pop's cheeseburger. Oh, and, go there immediately. And they're located where again? 1603 Main Street in Chatham. Now, Mung, I know you've had a lot of experience with cheeseburgers around Cape Cod. Am I crazy here? Oh, this is uh, the number one on Cape Cod right now, in my opinion, as well. Wow. Uh, top-notch uh, burger quality, but also, I'm not sure if they have this on their food truck, but definitely in the store. They are known also for their steamed cheeseburger. Now, this is a rare creation that you don't get anywhere else on the Cape, and I'll briefly read you uh, a little blurb about it from their website. Invented in the early 1900s, the steamed cheeseburger is a regional food particular to a few local establishments in and around where pop 
Pete's hometown was in Meriden, Connecticut. The steamed cheeseburger is cooked in a stainless steel chest, which contains small trays to hold in the steamed cooked beef. Once it's fully cooked, the cheeseburger is, is served by scooping the beef onto a Kaiser bun and pouring the melted cheese, which is also steam cooked, over the meat. I've had it. Uh, it is ultra juicy. Good. It is a very different way than what you get for a normal cheeseburger, but it's an experience. Oh my. So not only are there regular steam cheeseburgers uh, exceptional, now there's a whole Twilight mm-hmm. Zone next generation right. throwback super cheeseburger to try mm-hmm. at oh, Mom man. and Pop's. I have to try I mean, that. We're not big like, wow, this is the best ever, but I don't know. That had like four or five of my family members just saying like, this is incredible. Wow. So one after another, we went to the truck. Oh. <laughs> Give me another cheeseburger. So please. that was really a breakthrough for me. And uh, I've been thinking about it all week, actually. Like, yeah. when can I get another one? <laughs> and how many cheeseburgers can you eat in a week? Is there a limit? No. Mung, what's the story on that? None. Um, you can have a hamburger a day, says Wimpy, right? Oh, that's right. And Greg, so, I'll gladly like, pay uh, you Tuesday for a hamburger <laughs> from yeah. Mom and Pops today. Right. So yeah, 30 sure. a month is a good goal. 30 a month of burgers. That means you need some fitness, guys, right? It's time for the walk of the week. Walk of the week. Walk of the, walk week. Of the, week. Walk of the week. Now, this is one I have done, and I'm going to guess you guys may not have done. I was intrigued uh, with the description of the Maple Swamp Conservation Area, which is located in an odd place, the service road that runs between exits three and four Mm -hmm. in Sandwich. Now, I think there's a golf club over there. Maybe it's Sandwich Hollows Golf Club. That's right. Where there's Mm -hmm. good sledding in the winter. Uh, But this is an obscure road that runs sort of along Route 6. The Maple Swamp Conservation Land consists of 500 acres of upland property Wow. That are composed of 25 different parcels uh, located on the service road between Essex 3 and 4. The vast property has some of the most diverse topography on Cape Cod, ranging from 40 feet above sea level to, get this, 250 feet above sea level. Get some elevation on Cape Cod. Maple Swamp has spectacular views north across Cape Cod Bay to Provincetown and south to Vineyard Sound. You'll see oaks, pines, holly, hickory, and maple trees, and a bunch of other stuff. That's at the Maple Swamp Conservation Area in Sandwich. Now, I remember when I was there, I climbed up all the way to the top, and it was really high. A bit strenuous. Sounds like a mountain. And there was this huge, weird wooden teepee up there. And then I looked over, and I'm like, wait a second, what... I'm looking out. I'm like, that's Provincetown. I could see the through the lens of my camera. Wow. I could see the Pilgrim Monument in Provincetown. That's amazing. And I don't yeah. know how many miles that is as the crow flies. Maybe 30, something like I don't know. That's pretty wow. far. It is. So that is a sort of uh, wow, forgotten sounds... gem. 500 acres of wilderness to explore. This is a great ha- um, new spot for you How guys. long was the, how, uh, the walk itself? How long did it take? It could be like, as long as you wanted. It was, uh, I mean, to get way up high, probably you're going up for... About a mile up, okay. a mile down, but you could go longer. Right. Because, you know, 500 acres is a lot of interlocking and swooping, swirling trails. So you could get a good winter wow. sort of woodsy, fall woodsy experience at the Maple Swamp Conservation Area. Great idea to do it this weekend. But it's wow. hard to get 250 feet above sea level on Cape Cod. Yeah. Not many places are. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. got to walk off your can- Halloween candy. We'll be gorging on candy for days. Right? Oh, my tummy hurts. I'm going to have to climb a mountain. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. And also perfect, what else do we love? We love haiku. Greg, I know you have spent many years crafting haiku poetry 
uh, in your uh, poetry studio in Dennis. And Mung, I know you uh, know what poetry is. Mm, and words, so, words. Sunday, November 3rd, as we get classy here on The Fun Show, artist explores hybrid Japanese art form. International artist and poet Ion Kudrescu will give a lecture exploring the Japanese haiga, a hybrid art form in which ink painting, haiku, and calligraphy combine. So he summed poetry and art in one arty fell swoop, Greg. Wow. Two o'clock Sunday, the Cultural Center of Cape Cod huh. uh, in their Owl Hall. $5 uh, suggestion donated uh, would be nice, or it's free. Uh, I can read you a haiku so you know what one yes, is. Yes, yes, tell me about it. This is from the Poetry Foundation. Uh, this is uh, by Robert Haas, H-A-S-S. The snow is melting, and the village is flooded with children. <laughs> okay, there's a haiku. Yeah, I like it. it. It's a five-syllable, seven-syllable, five-syllable arrangement. Here's another one, Greg. This will be good for you. Goes out, comes back, the love life of a cat. Aww. <laughs> How about that? That is perfect. Nice. How about this one? You'll like this one, Greg. All right. Under the evening moon, the snail is stripped to the waist. Whoa. That sounds kind of... Sounds like Mung. That sounds, sounds kind of Sounds raunch. like Mung when he's out and about. Sounds kind of raunchy. Even with insects, some can sing, some can't. I wrote one for the fun show. Greg and Mung talking. They mumble about cheeseburgers. Listeners lament. <laughs> That's the haiku. So there's a big haiku event coming up Wait, on I Sunday. Wait, I just wrote one. What? A haiku just now. Mung is so hungry. Don't eat that big red hippo. He just wants a hug. <laughs> That's right. Yay. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Greg, what's your haiku? Um, um, I, I stand up. I go. I think I'll just... Is, it, is this the bladder thing again? I think, I think I'll just sit here. Oh, the up and down haiku. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You really painted a picture, Greg. <laughs> Okay, so haiku fun hey, Sunday. It's not, it's not my thing, you know. At the Center for Culture, Cultural Center. In uh, sonnets, Europe. sonnets are my. Are nice, my, uh, nice. You know, uh, Elizabeth, forte, Elizabethan or yeah, Italian? Elizabethan. I all think, right, yeah. all right. How about villanelles? Where do you stand on villanelles? <laughs> Uh, it's sort of here and there. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> listen to you. Uh, All right, people. Uh, we have curling. A big curling adventure is starting in Orleans. This is your last chance to make the Olympics. For all of us who hope to someday wear the USA sweater and march in the Parade of Nations holding a sign, that'd be exhausting for three hours, whatever you have to do to get out there. Probably be cold. But you can learn to curl. Here it goes. They start with their fall thing. Three-session training program, November 2nd, 16th, and 23rd, 9.30 a.m. to noon. So this is like curling boot camp. Wow. This is like rocky training. You're chasing chickens on the ice, and there's curling stones zooming by that you have to dodge. Get out of the way, says the Burgess Meredith character. And this person's like screaming to this drill sergeant, saying, pick up your your broom. Now they're going like, sweep, 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 sweep. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Left, left, left. Right, right, right. It's in the house, as they say. So this is a three-session training program. 
including on-ice and off-ice instruction, all equipment provided, dress warmly, wear clean, soft-soled shoes or sneakers. $75 pre-registration, but that's getting you like, what, 14 hours of curling and instruction at the beautiful Charles Moore Arena in Orleans at 23 O'Connor Road. It is a beautiful rink, a fantastic snack bar, and they have wonderful ice, some of the hardest, truest ice on Cape Cod. And here's our chance, guys, to get a curling team going. The Fun Showers. I thought I thought I thought you were actually a champion a curler at, at one point in your life. Well, I was good at peeling carrots and the peels would sometimes curl. <laughs> and or um, you'd pour milk into oh no, it's curdles. No, Sorry. Yeah, I was good at yeah, curdling yeah. Yeah. when I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> yeah. I curdled all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Can I be the rock? Didn't you spend some time in college as the rock? You had a little handle harness on your back, Mung, and they would throw you down? <laughs> or is that the small person bowling thing you No, were I was talking in? about the rock. Do you smell what Mung is cooking? Is that some kind of tagline from a rock movie? The rock. No, that's the rock. That was his. You, uh, mean, Dwayne, rest- you mean Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, that was his wrestling signature. The rock. That was his saying. Do you smell what I'm cooking? Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Where have you been for 20 years? What does that, that mean? That was exactly. his tagline. Yes. What, what was he it? like? Was he grinding someone into his singlet? <laughs> he was just making a lot of smelly dinners. What was he cooking? <laughs> Do you mean his breath was bad? Victims. Of I his... don't know what you want to smell from the rock. Victims that... of his wrestling prowess. So he would, right. he would breathe on them. Is that what he would do and say? Oh. <laughs> Is that what the whole thing was all about? Uh, he gave him the people's elbow. That seems savage for a, a big movie star to be like making him <laughs> smell his breath. <laughs> Especially if you had him down in one of those suplex things and you were sitting on his chest. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I know. It's gross. I'm not the Rock for Halloween. All right. But no, this is a good event, and I'm just stunned. That I feel like we were just getting out of the water. Now we're on the ice. The seasons are changing, man. Well, uh, the seasons are changing, and that means ducks are everywhere. Greg, make a duck sound. Quack. What'd you step on a duck? Quack. Sunday, <laughs> November 3rd, Fall Ducks of Cape Cod, brought to you by our friends from the Long Pasture Wildlife Sanctuary, Mass Audubon, of course. They're out there at Bone Hill Road in Cumaquit. $10 uh, or $12 uh, to go on this trip. Here are some of the things you can see. Focus on freshwater pond habits, and you can spot northern pintails, northern shovelers, blue-winged teals, green-winged teals, Eurasian widgeons, and American widgeons. And no, that's not the drive through menu, uh, Monk. <laughs> oh. Part- participants will travel in a minivan to various mid-cape locations like you're a duck super team. Wow. wow. I like this duck safari. I don't know where we're going, but we need to find that widgeon. Let's go. Scramble. <laughs> So some kind of super duck thing. That sounds fun being on a duck road trip on a Sunday on it Cape does. Cod. I didn't even know that these yeah. existed. I had no idea. You can get more information by calling Mitt Long Pasture. Nice folks. 508-362-7475. That's coming up this Sunday from 8 to 10 a.m. Got to get up early for that. Keep your eye out for the van full of quackers. Oh, Mung. Mung, do you have a tagline? Didn't you have a tagline at one point? <laughs> I'll eat that. Wasn't that oh, what that's it? right. <laughs> I'll eat that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so our final event, if you want to get classy and you like Cuban music, which I certainly do, mm. Payomet Performing Arts will bring back Havana-based pianist and composer Harold Lopez Nusa for a show of music influenced by classical, Cuban, and jazz. Oh, he's been performing all over the world. Four o'clock Sunday at Wellfleet Preservation Hall in Wellfleet. Find out more at payomet.org. Fellas, we got to get out of here. We can cram no more meat into this podcast sausage. I'm exhausted. 
Happy Halloween. I want to thank uh, Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com for all of the great music you hear on the Fun Show podcast. Enjoy Halloween. Enjoy the silvery month to come. November is so beautiful here on Cape Cod. Till next time. Till next week. Keep having fun. Oh, wait a second. Thanks, Mung. <laughs> Anytime. Thanks, Greg. Oh, we're like an afterthought, huh? Yeah, I was really kind of forgotten, really, that you guys were even in the studio here. Mm, me too. Yeah, Till next time. See ya! Okay, Greg, you have time for one more question for our fortune teller. Um, 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 where, where should I go on vacation next time? Just ask someone close to you. Oh, another one of these you have to ask the wife and go where she wants to go. <laughs> Looks like it's... Uh, no. How about you, Mung? Will Mung get gout? <laughs> have you looked in the mirror lately? Oh, uh, we already heard that one. Come Did on. you look at his feet? It says Big Toe is acting up. What does he have, like, four things he says? How many toes does Mung have? I think he has three. Mung, let me take a look. I, he'd have Put to that take shoe, shoe back off. on. Put that shoe back on. Ah. 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 You should see a podiatrist. <laughs> <laughs>